Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime, and I'm the only one drinking tonight. <laughs> I fail. You're the worst. I drank a buttload last week, though, so mm. it's okay. So much I'm trying those. to catch up. <laughs> I know, like, every time I talked to you, you were sending me a picture of a new cocktail so <laughs> they were so good i miss them i miss the cocktails so much fruit juice so much <laughs> i ended up i started out only ordering lava flows and then i kind of switched a little bit to mojitos because i just love mojitos and then they're so refreshing i know they're good and then uh i ended up really just enjoying Strawberry daiquiris. Oh, my with, God. With all the rum. <laughs> they were so wow. good. It's because it's like actual, it's not like a pre-mix bullshit. Yeah. But they're so good there. Oh, they're so good. I miss you. R.I.P. Strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> yeah. I just had a buttload of Mai Tais when I was in Hawaii. I just drank so much pineapple juice. It's... <laughs> it's, it's yeah, my tongue was really sad from like no, all the acid. It was like, oh, happens. it was like, you know, like when you had like those blue lollipops when you were mm-hmm. a kid and they always like cut the hell out of your tongue. That's basically what my tongue felt like. But I was oh, like, Jesus. but it's so good. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not huge on the Mai Tais. That's know. a mistake. I just, I love Majitos. <laughs> They're so Majitos. good. I love blueberry Majitos. That's weird, but okay. Oh, I've never had one. Really? <gasps> yeah. Why would I, I have order them that? all the time. You get all the little, little cute blueberries in it. It's adorable. I've they just put fruit in it. That's all. And it's yummy. Oh. Okay. It's I a, like it. I it's like a good it. time. <laughs> it's not like blue or anything. They just add it with the mint. Okay. It's good. Oh, okay. I was like, that sounds kind of disgusting. But no, it's, all a, right. it's so good. Oh, I can jive with that. Hey, Scoob. Okay. <laughs> um, before we get started into our news, I wanted to make sure that we thanked some people. We've had some really lovely reviews um, on iTunes. And it's funny because iTunes isn't showing us all of our reviews, which is so great of it to not show us. But... Um, <laughs> That's rude. I'm just irritated because I was looking for, I was like, I've been told that I have, that we have reviews and I can't find them. <laughs> um, but some people that we want to thank, uh, the Unexceptionals podcast, it's these two amazing women from England and they're so funny and they are very exceptional and they share stories of the everyday person and it's so fun to listen to them talk, Erica. It's so good. Oh, one day I'll They're listen hilarious. to podcasts. <laughs> I know. You have baby. You don't. You have an excuse. Uh, uh, we have another really wonderful glowing review from Captain Gajit. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> another one from Mulio. So thank you. And Mentos Whore. And Robo Hobo HD. <laughs> and Teeth 100. Um, so thank you to all of you lovely listeners. We love you so much. Those reviews are super appreciated. So also if, and when you guys go to review us after you listen to this, <laughs> please ignore the low score that we have because it was <laughs> accidentally changed from a five star review to a whatever it is now because my mom Messed up. (laughs) I'm convinced she did it in her pocket, which I think Uh, is even better. I think she was trying to play a new episode, and then I don't know what happened. (laughs) But I have to fix it tomorrow. Because Sean, I remember, he came up to me and he was like, um, you're not at a perfect score. What happened? He's like, I see this one person gave you a glowing review, but rated you as a one star. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's my mom. Thanks, Mom. I like it. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. It's like a passive aggressive um, like compliment. <laughs> you, guys you guys are, are so great, great, but one star do better. <laughs> Sean said he's gonna 
take that and start doing that to people. <laughs> give a fantastic so, review and be like it. one star. Or just give a, <laughs> say something shitty, but give us five stars. We don't really care. Just give us five stars. <laughs> oh, also, I think it's really, it's time for us to thank our, our Patreon folks again, just because they're so wonderful for supporting us. And I mean, thank you for everybody, to everybody for listening, but Special thanks to our Patreon members. We've got Harrison, Jordan, Sean, Bobby, our folks from the Ronin Geek official podcast, and from our lovely friend Andre. So Yay! thank you all so very, very much for your support. Um, that money is all going toward new uh, microphones for yeah. our Ugh. our replacing needs. They're so bad. <laughs> so These bad. are so terrible. <laughs> So soon we'll be even clearer time. than ever. <laughs> I know. I need something on an arm that doesn't fall over anymore. That's my biggest, my biggest complaint. Oh, I guess I could just so spend twelve dollars and get a get a giant arm, but I also want a new mic. So yeah, make this Amazon p- purchase worth it. <laughs> I feel weird when I don't order more than one thing from Amazon. Is that weird? No. I asked Sean, I'm like, is there anything that you need from Amazon? Because I don't like it when I get, like, one box, like, every other day from Amazon. And I'm like, so much packaging is being wasted. I hate (laughs) it. I get really weird. It's true. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's so easy to buy things on there. It's dangerous. But I want to support local instead so badly. Yeah. The closest place to me to buy, like, a microphone, anything, is Guitar Center, and I priced them out, and they're so expensive. Oh, yeah, so, I bet. Not happening. And then also Best Buy. Best Buy is just as bad as Amazon, in my opinion, so. Yeah. I'd rather just have somebody come to my house and bring me stuff instead of me going into Best Buy. Oh, yeah. I hate yeah. Best Buy. It's no good. It's, it's not the Best Buy. No. It just... No. Ugh. It used to be so Worst. popular when I was little. I feel like I remember Circuit City. Oh yeah, there was a uh, Circuit City. There was what else? Is Radio Shack's like dead. Radio Shack. I miss Radio Shack. That place was awesome because it was small. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. Oh whatever. Meh. So I have news. Do it. Okay, it's from Florida. I'm scared. You the said only it would place where me. news comes from. So. The, the title says, he wanted a castration and knew where to find one. Then the cops found two body parts. That's the title. Are of they this both article. his balls? So. <laughs> Are those I'm just going to read parts? you this article because I, this is the Miami Herald and it's from mm, August 20th. So very recent. Says there are many legal but many more illegal things a person can, with a little computer savvy, can buy on the dark web. A gram of cocaine, fake designer watches and sunglasses, fake IDs, hacking tips, erection pills, and also castration on a fetish site, which led to the arrest of a 74-year-old Florida man. By the way, I'm going to show you a picture of him. What? Can you see him? Ew. He looks like the dad from Independence Day, but scarier. Okay. And... Sean, when I showed him the picture of the guy, he was like, first of all, how did he get on the dark web first? Wait, hold on. He's... Okay, wait, wait. Is he the the one who got on the dark web to purchase? Yeah, he got... Well, no, to perform... Okay, so he was making money. Yeah. He was on that side of the deal. But somehow he got on to the dark web. Which I don't know. Where was he going? Okay, go ahead. Whatever. I need to know more. Tell me more. (laughs) Okay. So according to the report, deputies responded to a home in Sebring, Florida, after receiving a 911 hang-up just before midnight on Sunday. When the deputy arrived, Gary John Van Riswick, Riswick? I don't know, 74, opened the door and delivered a startling statement. According to Highland deputies, Van Riswick said he had just performed a castration on a man he had met via a website on the dark web. (laughs) The man was inside the house in a room decked out like a surgical center with medical equipment and painkillers. He was on a bed with a towel covering his groin, which was bleeding heavily. That's because right nearby, a pink container, quote, held two body parts that had recently been much closer to the victim. The victim is hospitalized and in stable condition. They don't show us a picture of the guy. 
Um, he said he found his, quote, patient, um, or he told them the website he found his patient on is for people who have a castration fetish. And I guess Van Riswick told them, told the deputies that he had told the man that he had done the procedure on animals before and had removed one of his own testicles seven years ago. So this wasn't his first attempt. And I guess this is also not his first attempt at castrating this guy. And I guess they had tried to do the procedure a week earlier. But then when he tried to sanitize the area, something came up. So the procedure had to be delayed. What? (laughs) I don't know. Okay, hold on. Wait. Okay. So, you're telling me <laughs> he, f- how did he find him the first time? The dark web this, also? The dark, the dark web. Yeah, they found them on this, this fetish then, website on so the dark web. So clearly there's not a lot of people asking for this because they both picked each other twice from it. <laughs> no, I think he probably was like, okay, and we're then, ready like, to do we'll it. And then it again. something happened. Yeah. Okay. Why would he perform this on himself seven years earlier? Maybe because And why not do both if you're going to do it? (laughs) Mm. That's weird. Now he's like lopsided. Here's a nice (laughs) close-up picture of him. Jesus. He looks like... Okay, wait. Which... uh, hmm. He looks like the Santa in Elf. Oh. Wow. Yeah, he kind of (laughs) does. Oh, no. Christmas cheer is here for you. <laughs> I'll send this to you so you can send it to Bobby. Yeah, be like, who's this guy? Nope, wrong, ruin, he's him. Ruin elf for him. <laughs> okay, and the guy is in stable condition. Mm-hmm. Why, how much did he, I wonder how much he would have made. I have no idea, but uh, that old guy, Santa, is being held on a $250,000 bail right now. Whoa. Yeah. I just think it's so crazy because they just, they want to have their job cut off. And they're, That's okay, and it's a two body parts? Are they talking, what are they talking? They didn't say, they just said, pr- it's probably both of his testicles. So they're counted as a two, se- I guess they would be separate, right? I'm assuming yes. Because <sighs> I just don't understand. What? And he wanted that? I mean, couldn't you get, like, a doctor to do that if you really wanted it? But as it's, like, a fetish thing, no, you can't. But, like, couldn't you say it's for different, like, no. couldn't you just doctor say... Doctor has to have a reason, yeah, a but medical could, reason Couldn't you say, like, you wanted to transition to a different gender? I mean, well, you'd be lying, I, potentially. Transition. But you could say that to have it, like, done? Not by some no. Santa dude in his home in Florida. But when you go to transition, you have to go on, you have to undergo like crazy uh, hormone therapy and it has to be, you have to go, you have to be like approved by a, I think like a, a shrink and like all this stuff. Like it's, it's a process. You can't just know, have it done. Still, I'd Makes rather go think through that of, uh, process to do it that way. Well, what if you're desperate? And it makes me think of our uh, cannibal episode I where know. That, that German well, guy. In the, the frying pan. The frying pan. German guy. If you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to our cannibalism episode. Didn't he not even, he like burnt it too and it like wasn't even edible for him, right? <laughs> I know, <laughs> it, so it totally was burnt. <laughs> Ew, why? So this happened uh, like five days ago? Yes, on August 20th. Oh my God, on our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm having a really wonderful day. That was happening somewhere. I'm sending this to you just, That's just so wild. you can have it. There you go. How old was the guy he did it to? Nobody knows. They haven't they haven't released any information about God, him. God, okay. Than... So like he has to make that phone call to his family about how he ended up in the hospital potentially. He has to call someone. But what if he doesn't? What if he has no one? And this he was his way to someone. feel close to somebody. No. <laughs> what if? No. I don't know. Wait, why? What do you say? What does he say to the doctors, like, when he wakes up? Like, they gotta, oh, could you imagine being, like, the nurse or the doctor on call? They probably would commit him somewhere for a little bit, at least, for some treatment to be like, okay, let's at least get to the bottom of this. Can Please. they reattach them? 
If they aren't damaged, maybe. Well, I, I mean, know. the bright I side mean, is he can have kids now, so that's good. <sighs> Florida. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Ew. Ah, Florida. Did they say he had any kind of anesthesia or, like, numbing? Did it say that? Uh, I'm assuming he probably did. Oh, man. Ugh. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I yep, don't know. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> so that's my news. <laughs> wow, weird. I'm just really trying to, like, be in their shoes and think about how you get to that point in your life. Yeah, because I feel like once you do that, I mean, what what kind of fetish? Like, okay, so that was your fetish. It's not you like you can like relive that, that fetish. Once. Yeah, that's like the ultimate high. Like, after that, you may as well just be like, okay, my life is over because I can't do that again. Yeah. Did you ever see, uh, foo, what's it called? Uh, it's a really old movie with Ellen Page. And oh god! Oh, I think I know what, you're, what movie you're about to say, and I. It's can't not think called Jawbreaker, but it's like that. We were just talking about this movie. What is you that and movie me called? We were just talking about it. Um. Anyway, if you guys Nuggets. think this story is fun, you should watch that movie. Hard Candy. Thank you. Which Thank is god. what a Jawbreaker is. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, my news, my news. Okay. This is entitled, Too Much Karaoke Sent a Man to the Hospital with a Collapsed Lung. <gasps> they rock so hard. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I feel like that would have been the old guy when we went karaoke. Uh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Poor it says, guy. when some people perform karaoke, they sing their hearts out, but one man in eastern China took it a little further than that. He sang for so <laughs> long and with such intensity that he experienced a collapsed lung. After performing 10 consecutive songs, all with very high notes, the 65-year-old <laughs> suffered from chest pains and had difficulty Aww. breathing. Um, <laughs> this happened on August 8th. The man, identified by the surname Wang, visited a hospital in Nanchang County the next day. Doctors told him that his lung had collapsed, a condition known as pneumothorax. Dr. <laughs> Peng Binfei, one of the emergency room physicians, said that Lang's lung collapsed because of the high lung pressure caused by singing high notes. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. Oh, okay, so... It goes on to say that avid karaoke fans need to give up their microphones just yet, as such an injury is extremely rare and likely stemmed from a pre-existing lung condition. I was going to say, I'm sure if you are pra a practiced singer, your lungs are used to, ex like, yeah. like, expanding and contracting a lot, so. It's pretty metal, though. I hope he was singing good songs. And I hope that he's able to continue singing after he gets better. Oh, he will. I hope so. He'll rock even harder. <laughs> it's okay, Mr. Wang. You'll be able to sing again. We salute you. Power of belief. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Uh, I dig it. He's awesome. I'm a fan. I just, yeah, I want to know what he was singing. It better be something good. Mm-hmm. I have faith that it was. Yeah. Uh, so, shall we move along? Jace. Okay. So, our subject today actually <laughs> relates pretty closely to that I don't know. It kind of to my news story more than anything. Not yours. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yours is way more happy than mine. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about some psychological disorders that are crazy, insane sounding. And bear in mind, when we laugh about some of these, because we will, we're not laughing at the people. Because these, like if they were to happen to us or anybody we know, it would suck. It would suck so hard. But they're so crazy that I'm probably going to laugh. And I'm not trying to be insensitive, but some of them are a little bananas. I'm scared. And I really, I feel for these people. I, I haven't really heard do. any of these, so I'm very excited. Well, I'm just going to start in the beginning. Oh, excellent. With 
Walking corpse syndrome, also known as Cotard's delusion. It's a mental condition in which sufferers believe they are missing internal organs, have no blood, or that they are dead outright. And it's crazy because... So they think uh, they're a shell, basically? Yeah, kind of. So, like, PET scans of a patient show that they exhibit similar brain activity to someone who's asleep or under under anesthesia. So it's like they're, they're like a zombie. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I guess it's um, seen in patients that have severe depression. Um, Whoa. And then, yeah. So, so that's got to feel insane. Yeah. It makes me think Why of... can um, they feel... I mean, they feel pain. Doesn't that ground them? Maybe. I i don't know if... I didn't read too deeply into any of these, so you're probably going to ask questions that I... But I have a feeling that if they were to stimulate the person, they might, like, kind of zap out of it, maybe a little bit, but Because I, I know that's, know. like, why sometimes people will, like, hurt themselves and stuff, because you want to, like, get back to your body. Because you can't... Maybe that's, yeah. like, a lesser form of that. I don't know. That's so sad. What a weird name of... for it, too. Who had fun with that name? Well, Cotard's delusion. No, but the walking oh. zombie one. Walking corpse. <laughs> yeah. It makes me think of... um. That one serial... No, he wasn't really so much a serial killer. It really kind of was. Um, the Vampire Sacramento. I know I told you about him. Yes. But he believed that he didn't have blood or he needed to have his blood replaced or something. And that he was, like, missing parts of his body or his internal organs. So... Do you... I wonder if they get this condition and, like, develop it? Or if they're born that way? If it's I don't know, brain. maybe they're just, like, so depressed. You know how, like, when you are depressed, you don't move a lot? Yeah. Maybe it's from that. So, like, you just continue to not move and you stay in one spot. So you're like, oh, well, like, you know how when you're you're so depressed and you don't want to move and you just feel like, I can't move my body? Maybe that's it's, kind of what rolls into it. If you do it for too long, it. like, yeah. you create a weird stasis in your brain or something? Mm. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Okay. Yeah. No, thank so, you. No, thank you. Um, then there's this Alice in Wonderland syndrome. I think I've heard it's, of this. Yeah, it's pretty disorienting. It's a condition where that causes the patients to have visual hallucinations in which they see objects around them distorted in size and shape. And it may also make it seem like parts of their body are much bigger or smaller than expected. Whoa. Yeah. Or that one body part is taller or shorter than they are in reality. Um, and apparently they're saying that Lewis Carroll is thought to have suffered from this while he wrote his novels. What so, was that condition called? that after though so uh they I named mean, it they, after him thinking I he had so. it or after the character i think they just named it after the the i don't know They're just weird that's that. weird that they think he had that well it would make sense that he had it just because if they didn't have a name for it until much later then they could be like oh well that makes sense as to why his stories are the way they are what? I thought all his stories were, like, political satire. I don't know. About, like, the king and shit. <laughs> Let's do an episode on that, because I didn't know that. Really? I yeah. I remember this. Like, all, Dude, I like, read the, those as a kid. the white queen and, like, all of them, like, the Mad Hatter, all of them were, I think he was, they were all, like, the British, I don't know. Well, like, maybe it was a mix of both. Interesting. Okay. But apparently this syndrome is God. often associated with people who have migraine headaches and epilepsy. So, unfortunately, it comes alongside some not awesome stuff. Yucky. I know. Oh, I that would so feel awful. Oh, that's like you're tripping out constantly. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd like that. No. <laughs> oh, God. That's awful. Um, okay, oh, so spooky. this one... I thought was interesting, called pathological generosity disorder. Oh, no. So a 49-year-old man in Brazil underwent a strange personality change after he suffered a stroke, or survived a stroke. He developed what could only be described as a pathological generosity disorder, where he started spending his money on strangers and children he met on the street, buying them soda, candies, and junk food, in despite of his financial troubles. And the medical test could not find any manic conditions, so they were just like... 
What? It's crazy because after you have a stroke, your body will can do all kinds of weird things. That, yeah. Like, just kinda, like how people somehow learn how to speak French or they speak with a French accent or something. Yep. When they... And he, so they know he has that because he's saying like, I don't want to be doing this. Well, not necessarily, but I guess maybe his family was just like, uh, what's happening? Okay. So that's not characteristic of him before. Uh, no. Oh, Okay. Okay, so what about shared psychosis? Psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this one's in French, or oh, no, whatever. Something that I'm not going to try to pronounce because I can't pronounce French. I didn't take French. I took mm. Spanish. Yeah. Um, shared psychosis is a psychiatric syndrome in which symptoms of a delusional belief and sometimes hallucina- hallucinations are transmitted from one individual to another. Oh, okay. So kind of like mass hysteria, but just two people. Okay. So in one famous case where shared insanity was seen of Ursula and Sabina Erickson, who were Swedish twin sisters visiting the UK, when Ursula ran into oncoming traffic due to delusions, her sister duplicated her actions and stepped into the path of an oncoming car. When they were released from the hospital, Sabina acted erratically and stabbed a man to death. Like, it is... I've I've heard about this with more than just one set of uh, twins. Yeah, me too. I've heard of this story. We should do an episode on twins. Yeah. Twins, Basil, twins. I, yeah, it's <laughs> fascinating. I think in... Oh, shit. I don't remember. But there's this, somebody who's studied twins. Because there's not... For, like, as much weird stuff you hear about twins, there's, like, only, like, two like, formal studies on them. And, like, the pool what? of people really? they used was only, like, a hundred or so. It wasn't even that many. Mm. I want to say it was in Canada, but I'm not sure. I'll have to look. I have it in a book. And it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Like, there's not that much research on it. And they found, like, statistical evidence that you had to, like, not ignore. But, um... They haven't um, had the chance to, like, try to keep doing it with a bigger, like, pool and replicate it. It's weird. I don't know why. Why? Why? What? That's so weird. I feel like, well, maybe they don't want it to feel like creepy Hitler was doing his scary uh, twin. Oh, really? He was doing, like, twin experiments. He's so weird. Yeah. a weird guy, right? So weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) All right, so this next one, I think you may appreciate it or hate it. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Boanthropy? What do you think it is? I hope it's a love for David Bowie. Not even close. Because <laughs> I have that. It's... <laughs> I don't think you have boanthropy. It's in which a human believes himself or herself to be a bovine or an ox. <laughs> I don't think I have that. (laughs) Wait, how so? I don't know, but apparently it kind of like starts in a dream. Um, So somebody (laughs) recorded about how a stubborn woman, quote, dreamed she was attending an important special social occasion. She was greeted by the hostess with the words, how nice that you could come. All your friends are here and they are waiting for you. The hostess then led her to the door and opened it and the dreamer stepped through into a cow shed. And I guess they try to live like a cow, live and behave like a cow. Like, do they stop talking? Grass. I don't know. What? I don't know. How do you reverse this? Oh my God! How do you explain uh, that to family? Like, my family member is this now. What? Because it's, like, one thing, like, if you're choosing to live a certain way. But if there is no choice involved, that's crazy. It sucks. It really sucks. I can't imagine. Do they like the grass when they eat it? I don't know. I have so many questions. I am giving you topics to look up when you are bored. Wow. So just take notes. Because I'm giving you the little foo-foo short version of all of them huh okay yeah. yep wow 
I wonder if, like, I mean, do they sleep outside? God, I hope so. Do they? Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. What a weird specific one, too. So that means it's happened to more than one person if they've... Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Why a cow? Why is that in common? I wonder if it's similar, like, same country these are found in. So weird. Okay. Where, like, cattle are a very important part of their, yeah, their lives Yeah, like, or like, I'm thinking, Maybe. like, like, India, like, they're, like, mm. revered, right? Yeah. I could see mm. that then. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, how do you prove that these people have this and they're not just faking? Because they just live like that and their neighbors and friends and family are like, oh, no. They what eat they're grass. they're in on it? I'm so confused. Okay. All right. I, don't know, I need man. more. Give me more. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about pica for a second. Oh, man. Pica is so crazy. Yeah. So it's an eating disorder caused by iron or other mineral deficiencies, and the person suffering it from it craves for things that have no nutritional value, such as paper, clay, metal, chalk, soil, grass, sand, or even feces. Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced that Sean's cat has pica because he likes to eat things that he should never eat. Yeah, animals pull out get pieces. it too. Oh, totally. I was looking it up and it was like animals with pica. I'm like, oh, Sean's cat totally has that because he likes to eat the carpet. Yep. There's no reason and for it. mom's dog does that too. When it's Sean crazy. moved out of his place in Michigan when he was living out there... I guess there was this one corner behind Sean's chair that, you know, he never saw because it was behind his chair. When he moved, that whole part of the carpet was all jacked up. Oh, from man. Her- it was, like, missing. And Sean was like, damn it, Harley! Dude, remember that show on, like, Discovery or whatever about people with, like, obsessions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. the girl who ate couch stuffing? Oh, like God, I forgot about that. Yeah, and she, like, had her favorite cushion, and, like, she would just eat it, and it was was so (sighs) crazy to watch. And she knew it was bad, and it was, like, but she still ate it, and then she also ate, um, she had a, like, piece of wall that she loved, the plaster. See, that's what scares me, is because, like, at least with, like, eating dirt, and sand and stuff like that. There's actual minerals in there. She's eating like man-made garbage. Yeah, it's even scarier. Like, oh my god, gonna have asbestos-lined. I know they told her skin. that the therapist was like, "You need to understand what's in what you're eating." Uh, and I remember her family was just like, "Why are you doing this?" It was crazy. Watching her eat it made me feel sick because it was like, <gasps> I feel like I'm eating it. Stop. You're like, my mouth feels dry. I hate this. I don't want to eat foam. <laughs> Stop it. Sometimes I don't even like touching foam because it makes my hands feel dry. Gracie like can't it. touch velvet because it makes her mouth water. <laughs> oh, my friend's mom. My friend's mom hated it when you, if you rub two cotton balls together. Have you ever done that? I mean, I don't know. Probably. Oh, it makes this weird sound that's, that's, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it's like the nails on a chalkboard kind of thing. Like it's, oh, that's weird. my velvet. That's my velvet. I hate it when people click their fingernails together. Oh. Like when they're like spacing out. I hate it. It <laughs> makes my mouth water. Actually, I don't like it at all. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to pee okay. Make it stop. (laughs) Try the cotton ball thing sometime. Or, you know what? Even the cotton that you pull out of, like, a pill bottle. Yeah. Or, like, a vitamin bottle. If you rub that together, it makes this weird kind of, like, not screeching sound, but, like, this weird, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's It's awful. I hate it. strange. But my friend's mom hated it. And as a kid, my friend and I thought it was really funny. And now as an adult, it's awful. And I'm like, oh, no, I've done this to myself. (laughs) They say that people don't like nails on a chalkboard because it mimics an ape call that's, like, out of, like, a predator's coming. Oh. If you play them side by side, they sound crazy similar, and they think it's still in our DNA to not, to respond to it, that it's, like, bad. There's crazy similar noises. 
That's weird. I like it. Yeah, so they think that's why, because they tried, someone tried to figure it out, and then I guess eventually went down like, well, what's our ancestors? And then they are like, somebody really actually similar. finally decided to speak to Jane Goodall. And yeah, she was like, right. you idiots. I've known this for years. Yeah, you dum dums. <laughs> She's like the ultimate badass to me. I love her so, so much. much. She's so amazing. Much. Okay, you're going to like this one. You're going to laugh. Okay. Called retired husband syndrome. <laughs> no. <laughs> so okay, a prominent cause of divorce among older Japanese couples is quote retired husband syndrome. So because Japanese work culture demands long hours of work away from home, like they will have like a fifteen hour day. Oh my god. Yeah, they Do go they to work, work and five they go days they, a week or more, sometimes six. And same thing with like <sighs> school kids because they'll go to school. And then they'll go, they'll have, like, a really long lunch, and then they'll go back to school, and then they'll go do stuff after school. And same with, like, husbands, they'll go out to, like, the bar or to a restaurant. And, like, they won't see... So, like, the husband will be gone all day. What? So that means that when the husband and wife, they don't really interact a lot during his career. So then they're so, home all the time, and they want to, so like, kill themselves? Yeah, so when they're living together after they retire, they're like, you're a stranger. So the oh, wives weird. begin to show it's stress like you have symptoms. A roommate. <laughs> yep, and they are made to manage their retired husbands who have nothing to do except for bark orders at them. So they're like, oh, I hate you. So it's, yeah. What? So. I mean, husbands that sounds retire. real. <laughs> and logical. I believe that. <laughs> oh, that would be so strange. I don't know. Sean and I get really upset like when I was thinking about doing a different job and I was like, okay, well, where could I work? And he was like, well, if you work here, then you'll be working on weekends and holidays and I'll never see you. And I'm like, oh, you're right. It's like, gosh, like that's, that's hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard yep. to do those crazy opposite schedules oh for sure mm -hmm. or it's hard to apparently live together <laughs> <laughs> huh isn't it hard to get a divorce there too oh who knows maybe well yeah i mean i figure at that point they're like we've been together long enough and just stick together <laughs> or I guess. I have an open marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you really never, like, lived with them or got to know them? That would be so crazy weird. Then it wouldn't even... Oh, that's weird. I wouldn't be able to handle that. No, me either. I needed to know what Sean's habits were before we moved in together. Uh-huh. Oh, that would be strange. Yeah. Yucky. Okay. Nope. Um... We may have heard about this one with our other episodes, but autophagia, it's an impulse c control disorder where sufferers um, <laughs> experience a feeling of tension or arousal and then proceed to eat a part of their body uh, simply biting by biting and chewing compulsively. Wait, and, and they, it's linked to what? It's just an impulse control disorder. So they like get, they feel like tense it's like, so it's like a nervous nibble or a nervous bite or eat. Okay. Or they're super turned on and they're like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So is that where that like thing, I mean, it's like an older thing where like, <laughs> like in like <laughs> the 60s, like guys would like bite their hand when like a pretty chick walks by. <laughs> is that where that comes from? No, I think that. It's just them trying to not <laughs> scream out and be that animals. That makes me think of that, though. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, apparently, oh, one or guy... like nail biting? Is that a well, low-key form of that? A guy started by just biting his own nails, but he ended up with such a problem that he ended up severely mutilating his fingers. Whoa. Yeah. I can't handle nail biting or anything oh, like nope, that. Nope, nope. I stopped biting my nails, I think, in the first grade because my nails are super strong. So it just, it was like, ew, I don't, this feels weird. It doesn't mm. feel like a nail. So I was like, nope, Ew. I don't want this. Yeah, I, it's too germy. It's so germy. Oh, God. That's why it freaks I, me out. 
the germ thing. I can't mm. handle it. Mm-mm. Ugh. This next one is really ridiculous. I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> okay. This one's called genital retraction syndrome. Ouch. <laughs> Oh, no. So it's a psychiatric condition that's called KORO, K-O-R-O, which is actually seen mostly in Southeast Asian and Chinese men where the patient suddenly just like grasps his penis. He's like, ah, fearing that it will retract into his abdomen, disappear and ultimately cause his death. Why do they think this? I, they think it is caused by psychosexual conflicts and cultural beliefs. Gonna, I don't know what I those know there's like are, really but... crazy like rules on like sexuality and like porn in Japan. And that's no, why Japan's kind of weird because they have like all kinds of like tentacle crap and okay, but I think from what I've heard on actually other podcasts is that like weird fetishes like there there'll be like fetishes on like licking doorknobs and that's because the rules are so strict that they have to find weird things that aren't bad oh how interesting so it's like okay you've taken everything away from us so now i have to lick a doorknob and people will watch it because that's all we have (laughs) (laughs) so maybe it's like a weird thing connected with like it's bad i don't know i remember that though that that's i they were talking about how it's like everything is bad so that's why there's like yeah weird things that wouldn't ever make sense but then that's all they're left with i don't oh, know that sucks don't know how much about that but i remember i want to look that. that up but i also like my search history is already really weird and jacked up so i don't want to <laughs> don't want to make it worse <laughs> <laughs> Especially because I know that as soon as I start looking that up, I'm going to end up with, like, just a bunch of pictures of penises. And I I really don't want that. I really don't. (laughs) Or, like, creepy tentacle porn ads are going to pop up, and I don't want it. (laughs) I don't think that's okay. No, not it. Sean will be confused. (laughs) Use his phone. (laughs) And the best part is Sean's listening to this like three weeks after we record, so... (laughs) Check your search history. (laughs) Check your search history. (laughs) (laughs) Like it. Um, Okay, so this one's called motion blindness. Hmm. So I'm going to try to pronounce this. I can't pronounce this. I'm into it. (laughs) A-K-I-N-E-T-O-P-S-I-A. Akinetopsia? A kinetopsia. We'll call it that. Topsia? Topsia. Topsia. (laughs) Um, It's a neuropsychological disorder that makes its sufferers unable to perceive motion. Oh, scary. Yeah. So they can see... Crossing the street is, like, so scary. Impossible. (laughs) They can recognize objects, but everything seems to be frozen in time, only to jump ahead in time and then freeze again. Oh, my God. They're, like, their brain, it's, like, laggy internet. Yeah. Oh my god, I get so irritated at laggy internet. Uh, is it a- and anything that moves? It can. Is it all it the just, time? I'm Yuck. looking this one up. That one's that one might be the most upsetting to me so far <laughs> because <gasps> like you so... cannot function. No, you can't. Oh, that's so oh, awful. Oh, this person makes me sad. Uh, there are varying degrees from seeing motion as a cinema reel to inability to discriminate any motion. Oh, there is currently no effective treatment or cure. Oh, these poor people. You would almost like... You would just want to stay home and never move. I'd almost want to just wear a blindfold. Well, you can, like, read at least. Yeah. You can... You probably... That's probably all you would do is read. Apparently, some of the causes, 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 <laughs> are brain lesions. I might have a lesion. Um, Alzheimer's. Oh no. Oh no. Antidepressants. Oh. It says high Weird. doses of certain antidepressants. Well, at least I'm on a low dose. Jeez. Um, on a high dose of antidep- certain antidepressants, um, if you reduce that dosage. It can, your vision oh. can return to normal. Wow. Oh. <gasps> wow. That is, this one's crazy. 
I'm going to be reading about this one later. I'm not afraid to read about that one. Weird. Oh, that's awful. I would get that off that so fast. If I'd be like, no. I'd be like, I'll just continue to be. Because that would make you depressed. Living oh, my that God. Way, that's way Imagine. worse. Now you're depressed and, like, stressed out. Because you can't see a goddamn thing. Oh I mean, you my can't God. move yeah, anywhere. Oh, I'd forever be thinking that my cat was lost because she runs around all the time. Oh, that's sad. That would make me so sad. Oh, my God. That's awful. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Um, okay. Fregoli Delusion, or Fregoli. I am not Italian. Uh, <laughs> it's a rare disorder in which a person affected by it holds a delusional belief that various people they meet are in fact one single person who changes appearance or is in disguise oh. uh, that would be crazy beans that would suck it's usually related to a brain lesion and often and the person typically has obviously a paranoid nature because you can't that sounds like a type of schizophrenia. Yeah. Oh, how sad. That would suck. Do you? Does it say you see a morph in front of you, or you just see someone else and go, I know that's them? Mm-hmm. That. So do people who morph. believe in reptilians suffer from this? Ooh. That would make a lot of sense. But would, would, that would mean that all the reptilians are the same reptilian. <sighs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or different ones are morphing into different people. Maybe. I don't know. Antarius thing. Okay. Let's move on as I scroll. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no. I think I have this one. <laughs> oh, no. It's called sound rage syndrome. <laughs> called misophonia. Uh, they're triggered by common sounds such as chewing, loud breathing, oh, yeah. or even repeated pen clicking. It isn't just an annoyance to them, but reactions range from discomfort to sharp anger to physical violence. <laughs> but it is an actual neurological disorder, and there is no cure. Um, but they can give them coping mechanisms. But, oh man, working in a, um, a call center, I think I may have developed a low-level misophonia because I, I wanted you. to kill everybody inside there. That nail clicking <laughs> thing, that falls under that for me. It makes me so Ugh. mad. It needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> or I will make it stop. <laughs> uh, okay, so this one is uh, localized to villages in several states of India, but I think I think you'll appreciate it. Called puppy pregnancy syndrome. They believe that shortly after being bitten by a dog, puppies are conceived within their abdomen. <laughs> Wait, what? That just and they sounds believe like misinformation. <laughs> they believe that they will eventually die, especially men who think they will give birth to the puppies through their penis. <laughs> oh my god! So what do they do? Do they like ask for C-sections to get them out? I mean, can't they prove it with a sonogram? Like, you're okay. No puppies for you. I don't know. I want to double check that this one's real. Wait. Or, you know. <sighs> oh, it's it's a real thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, it's brought on by mass hysteria. Okay. Hooray. Oh, wow. men. And it's only men. And witch doctors offer oral cures, which claim they will dissolve the puppies. Ugh! That's mean. Don't dissolve the make-believe puppies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't. I meant divorce them. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) That was our family. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I'd leave. (laughs) Oh, where'd your mic go? And it's back. Oh, okay. Let's see. Have you ever heard of the one where you see music and colors? <gasps> no, but I would love that. I forget I mean, what it, I, I think it's called. Synesthesia. Um, I love that idea. There's a singer that has it. So when she like writes songs, it's like in colors and like 
that's how when she sings, she sees colors. It's like a weird thing. Her brain, like, I don't know what causes those wires to get crossed, but... Um, Synesthesia, you're right. I can't believe I remember that. I haven't thought about this in years. <laughs> says they may also have perfect pitch because of their ability to see and hear colors, which identifies them, which helps them in identifying notes or keys. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah, it is. Ca- to me, it sounds cool. I mean, I don't know if it's like frustrating, but yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell myself that they like it. Yeah, there's a, a singer who has it. And uh, it's pretty crazy. Wow. That's how I heard of it. I read an article about her years ago, and I was like, wait, what does she have? <laughs> what is she talking about? You're like, weirdo, but yeah. I like you. Boo. <laughs> They're saying that Nikola Tesla may have had it. <gasps> Billy Joel has it? Whoa. Lord apparently has it. Wait, and what is this? Lord. No, what do they have? Oh. Where they think they're synesthesia? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, Aphex Twin apparently has it. Interesting. Oh. Wow, I'm just gonna keep reading about this now. See, I have like a bunch of different <laughs> articles open. Remember when um, Randy from South Park was Lord? <laughs> Did you see that? It's like no. a four-parter episode. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Turns out that Lord is Randy. I was going to say, everything Randy does is pure gold. And when he sings as her, it's just Randy in a wig, and everyone thinks it's Lord. <laughs> it's really cool. I, I love, love it. That. And he's like, yeah, like he shows Stan, because Stan catches him, and he's like, wait, you're, or he tells Stan, I think, that he's Lord. And Stan's like, what? And then he <laughs> shows him how he sings and records it and puts it through, like, one program, and it comes out as Lord. And they're, like, really awful songs <laughs> that Randy sings, and but yeah, it turns into her. <laughs> You need to watch it. It's really <laughs> dumb. <laughs> and I love it. I appreciate this. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> and I think Sharon's, like, mad because he's constantly gone. She doesn't know why. And it's because he's, like, playing, like, Madison Square Garden or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I like it. <laughs> oh, I think I know which singer you were talking about. The, Marina, and the, Marina and the Diamonds? Wait, who's that? Oh, you don't know who Marina and the Diamonds is? Oh, no, the one, I her name's like Ida, uh, Ida something. Ida, Ida Maria? Yeah. Okay. There's like a giant list of musicians that have this. Pharrell is listed. What? I don't know. They don't necessarily experience it all the time. They just. Huh. I know she said she does. That's cool beans, man. Yeah. I thought it sounded pretty. I don't know if it is. If it's not and you have it, I'm sorry. It sounds pretty, though. Yeah. I hope it's pretty. Me too. It's like I all shades of brown. Like... <laughs> like the s- brown note? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would suck. <laughs> our, whole, our whole podcast is just one big brown note. <laughs> <laughs> we should play it on really low... During one of our podcasts, and you guys tell us which one you think it is. <laughs> uh, so the next one is Morgellons or Morgellons disease. Okay, it's a delusional infestation, and people affected by it become delusional and see things crawling beneath their skin and see bugs coming out of their. Oh, body. remember that movie Bug with Harry Connick Jr. and Ashley Judd? Uh huh. Weird ass movie. So they start scratching themselves, forming sores in order to purge their bodies of fibers that they believe are implanted from certain organisms. And this disease has been reported all across the world. So it's totally a thing. I could see that. It's gross. I feel like I could be that. Makes me think of the ruins. Mm -hmm. I can't help it. I know everybody hates that movie, but I like it because it's not like a bad guy that's like. Yeah, I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like. Silly. Yeah. Whatever. It wasn't bad. No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see what else I got. I've got a few more. Just a couple more. Let's see. I'm trying to find good ones because there's some that are like... Too sad. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
olfactory reference syndrome. <laughs> it's a mental disorder in which there is a persistent false belief and preoccupation about emitting abnormal body odor, which is foul and offensive to other people. So they... You think you're they, stinky? They think, they think that you are stinky. So they often misinterpret others' behaviors, are like sniffing, touching their nose, or opening a window as being referential to an unpleasant body odor, which is non-existent and cannot be detected by other people. So, so they think other people think are that, stinky. No, they think that other... So I have olfactory reference syndrome. So I think that everyone around me thinks that I stink. Oh, Okay. And what is this called? Olfactory reference syndrome. I thought it was going to have to do with old factories. <laughs> Olfactory. <laughs> like your nose. <laughs> I heard old factories. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's farmers out there somewhere who, like, <laughs> think they live in an old factory. I don't know. <laughs> old factory. And they're still, like, I don't know. <laughs> Sorting wheat or something. I don't know. <laughs> Old factory. <laughs> I work at the cotton plant. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> no. Everyone thinks that I stink. So I'm going to perpetually cover myself in Axe body spray. I mean, doesn't everybody have that every once in a while, though? Totally. Like, totally. Yeah. Like, when it's really hot, like it is right now, I'm sure mm. I'm going to go downstairs and be like, okay, don't sniff too much, Sean. Don't <laughs> sniff. Uh, it's hot as hell in here right now, so. I know. I'm hot, too. Uh, I feel like my skin is sticky. Maybe mm. that's a disorder. <laughs> it's not a disorder. It's real. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> um, sympathetic pregnancy. Uh, everyone's heard of this one before where men can experience some of the same symptoms of pregnancy as an expectant partner. Did Bobby have this? I don't think so. Did you notice minor weight gain, altered hormone levels? I don't know how you don't That's just an excuse that guys came up with. <laughs> Morning nausea, disturbed sleep patterns. Uh, he definitely was disturbed when we were sleeping because I'd be like, I'm constantly being. <laughs> Sorry. Um, in some extreme cases, they can actually experience labor pains, postpartum depression, and even nosebleeds. Oh, my God. And it's actually known as COVID or Kuvad syndrome. Hmm. Harold and Kumar syndrome? Yes, that one. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, Sounds really hot and not making a lot of sense. It's so warm in this room. <laughs> I know. I'm really hot. Okay. Um, ooh, I like this one. And I feel like we both might also have it. Uh-oh. Abulomania. Okay. Which is a disorder that involves the occasional onset of crippling indecision. Oh, no. <laughs> Where people suffering from it otherwise have no physical or mental problems. They simply run into very serious problems whenever they're faced with certain choices uh, even when, like, even with simple everyday tasks, like going for a walk or not, paper or plastic, to the extent to that they struggle to regain normal function. Oh, And they no. just feel, they feel pr imprisoned by it, which actually I feel really bad for them. That's awful. That's crazy. That's that not suck. cool. I mean, I kind of get like that when Sean's like, well, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I like somebody giving me three options and I can pick one. That helps. Mm-hmm. Also, when Bobby says, let's have me pick somewhere to eat, and I, I just oh, want no. Thai food, and he doesn't even want Thai food, usually. So it's like, uh, why are you telling me to... I... You're like, <sighs> you already know. I know, like, when Sean asks me what I, what I like, really want, it's always Japanese food. I'm like, give me Japanese food. I just want it. Give it. And he's like, mm. Mm-hmm. At any given time, if he asks me what I really want, it's always going to be Japanese food. Always. That's so funny. That's how I feel about Thai food. I'm like, give me the Thai food. <laughs> give me all the curry. <laughs> <laughs> and all the pad thai. <laughs> so delicious. Okay, I have one more. This okay, one's okay. ridiculous. So this one's called Paris Syndrome. <laughs> and it's mostly like a phenomenon which mostly affects Japanese tourists who are visiting Paris for the first time. What? 
Okay, so it's apparently caused by the disparity between the Paris shown in Japanese media and the real Paris. So symptoms include hallucinations, delusions, and feelings of persecution. And there's even a 24-hour helpline run by the Japanese embassy in Paris to help these tourists. I don't get it. So maybe they are expecting Paris to be this, like, amazing, lovely, beautiful, clean place that's welcoming and love-filled. What do they show them in Japan? Who the hell knows, man? But all I know is that when we went to Paris, it was dirty, stinky, and people were mean. So it was, like, the dirtiest city I've ever been to. What? No, San Francisco is still number one. That's so gross. Wait, there's a helpline? Because <laughs> they get Paris syndrome. They get hallucinations. That just sounds like I spent a lot of money to come here and now I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so expensive. Fuck. <laughs> but it's so stinky. <laughs> stinky. What? There's. Okay. I thought it was going to have to do with a parasite. No. Hmm. No, it's culture shock sickness. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. It's very, it's, it's a dis- extreme shock at discovering that Paris is very different from their expectations. <laughs> <laughs> That's his life, my friends. <laughs> I feel really bad for laughing, but it's like, <laughs> ooh, bless, bless you, me. because we went to Paris and I was like a shitty teenager when we went so I was like I don't even want to be here with my parents I don't want to be here but I wanted to be there but I didn't want to be there with my parents but it was still just like like I was in the hate everything mode anyway but I remember even my parents were like this place is very stinky this is really dirty why is everyone so mean to us that's so crazy. Yeah. I still want to go. I want to go to Gay Paris. I want to go to the countryside of France instead. Mm, I'll do that too. I would prefer that and just drink all the wine out there. Mm. Far away from the stinky city that hates <laughs> Americans so much. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they totally do. I don't, I don't blame, blame them. them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we suck. <laughs> So those are some crazy neurological, psychological health things that could go wrong with us at any point in time. Some of them are genetic and some of them are brought on by antidepressants or brain lesions. Oh, Jesus. Or mass hysteria. (laughs) Or mass hysteria. Or thinking that Paris is really great when it's not. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Paris. I don't feel bad for Paris. Clean up your act, Paris. Uh, I wonder if Quebec is stinky. Quebec. Quebec. The best Canada is French Canada. It's the best Canada in the land. <laughs> I remember, I, you remember Josh? Yeah. He loved Quebec. He was like, I just want to live there forever. He was like, the people are nice. The city is clean. Actually, I think I was reading that the city is really beautiful and clean. It looks so, pretty. Yeah. Let's go there. Let's go there. I'm still actually dead set on New Zealand. I've decided. (laughs) That's where I'm going. If I moved to Europe, I would move to Switzerland. Well, yeah, then you would have to spend a fillion dollars. It's amazing. It's so expansive. I would buy all the cuckoo clocks. I would drink all the chocolate. Affordable. And they have penguins. They have and sheep. kiwi birds <laughs> and tons of sheep. Oh my gosh, so many sheepies <laughs> everywhere, just munching down all the grass. I love sheep. I want one. They're so cute. And by one, I mean like twenty. <laughs> well, you could do that in New Zealand. They would love it. I want sheep. I want goats. I just want all the things. I want to hug I them all. all. I love goats. They're so funny. They're so cute. Did you know that the um, my mom, her house, you know, it, it burned down in the fires, but right next to where she lived, there's, um, Medtronic. They had like this huge, this, this company had this huge plot of land and their place didn't burn down because every summer they let farmers bring their, they let their farmers oh, bring wow. their goats and sheep over. So they just like eat all of the grass around <laughs> Good them. Good job, goats. 
Yeah, so the goats totally saved Medtronic. It was like too bad you couldn't save everybody else. But my mom was telling me a couple of weeks ago she went to visit the house as they're rebuilding it, and she got to hear the sheep, and we saw them when I went up there too. They're so fun. Sheep are the best. I love they're them great. all. I want them all. Want. Let's just get a farm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. Nice. Done and done. Well, thank you for doing research. No problem. I sort of did research. No! <laughs> what are we doing next week? Do we have to spin the wheel? Oh, or are we yeah. doing the thing? Did oh, I don't decide? know. I so badly want to talk about that guy. Okay. All right. So, everybody, if you have not seen Mindhunter yet, watch it. Because we're going to talk about one of the cases that, uh, well, one of the main cases that is brought up in Mindhunter, the latest season, season two. It's so interesting and it's so crazy bananas. I love so it. Crazy. I mean, at least if what we're going to talk about won't spoil like t- I mean, it's a real case that happened. It yeah, happened it's a long real. time ago. So technically, it was spoiled like 30 plus years ago. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Atlanta child murders uh next week. It's definitely very sad, but it's also a very like it's just a very important case that I feel like I had no idea that it even happened. Until yeah. Mindhunter. And I feel cheated by not ever knowing about it because I feel like the Atlanta PD tried to cover their tracks. And the it's, government so tried much to cover though. their tracks for bungling their shit caca. I can't wait to talk about it. I know. I have so many feelings. I'm so excited. There's a season three. I'm very happy about it. <laughs> I'm eating frozen lemonade right now. Is it? It looks pink. Oh, no, it's because you're lighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool beans. So yeah, that's so happening. <laughs> next week. Okay, so no wheel spin this week. We. But we have to add more stuff to our wheel because we've come up with some new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll do vampires. But until then, serial killer next week. Yes, serial killer next week. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Yes, um, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. Gross. Yum. Bye. Ew.